self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing we are conversation con artists what's going on people it's your boy mr on point and i am calamity red and we are conversation con artists back for another episode you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. M-I-S-T-E-R underscore on point. And on TikTok at Eddie B. Talking and Eddie B. Eating. And I can be found on Instagram at Red underscore Calamity. If you have a question, comment, Reddit letter that you would like for us to read on the show, you can send it to our Gmail account, which is conversationcardartist at gmail.com. Or you can send it to the aforementioned uh, social media. Uh, do we have any for this week? No, not that. No, I don't think so, no. Okay. Um. Okay. I saved these last week, so I don't even remember any what I saved. Um. Okay. Am I the asshole for telling my sister's employer that she still receives monthly payments from our parents? You sound like a hater. Why would you tell? Mind your business. Am I the asshole for charging my son rent after he collected an inheritance? Again, you sound like a hater. So not because he got this inheritance you want him to pay you when you wasn't making him pay you before. Hating. Maybe the theme was hating ass niggas. <laughs> sounds like, like it. Sounds like that's what's on your mind, Red. <laughs> Am I the asshole for not wanting my sister to eat? What? That's extreme. Am I the asshole for not telling my family that I'm going to die? Jesus. Mm. That's a big one. Well, what would your family have to do for you to not want them niggas to know you was terminally ill? Nah, that's probably one of them afraid to hurt anybody's feelings and shit. Jeez. Am I the asshole for accusing my sister of lying about being a lesbian? Again, mind your fucking business. If she says she's not a lesbian, or if she says she is a lesbian, then that's Mind your fucking business and your life will be spared. <laughs> Juvenile. Am I the asshole for not inviting my poor rela- relatives to my wedding for a good reason? The poor people can't come down. I mean, what's the good reason? Like, I mean, you could have left the word poor out if there was a good reason that didn't include <laughs> them not having money. <laughs> like, I feel like saying poor in the title, it, it, either one of those baiting titles or you stupid. And the last one, am I the asshole for refusing to help my daughter with her car payment because she is a stripper? Again, you sound like a hater. Like a fucking hater. What 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 difference does it make to you? I feel like I feel like maybe some good dialogue can come out of the stripper one. I think um I want to know about lying the lying lesbian. <laughs> At least start off with those two. Okay. Let's uh the stripper one is the one at the closest right now, so I'll do that one. So am I the asshole for refusing to help my daughter with her car payment because she is a stripper? It's a forty seven year old man and his twenty two year old daughter. And she good and grown. Mm-hmm. Uh I have a twenty two year old daughter. She's in college and lives on campus. I agreed to help her make car payments since she was in school. I was recently informed by a young man I work with that my daughter strips at a club about 40 minutes away. I confronted her on this and she said she didn't plan to do it after she graduated and she needed some money. I told her, then work at McDonald's, not use your body. We got into an argument and I asked her to quit stripping and get a decent job then. She refused to say stripping was easy money. So basically I said there is no need for me to pay her car payment anymore since she's making money so easily. She got upset and said that that wasn't fair and that she doesn't make enough for that. I told her to figure it out. She told my wife about what happened and my wife is upset by her job of choice but says it's unfair for me to stop supporting her so suddenly over an argument. I think it's perfectly fair. It's my money and my decision when to cut it off, sir. (laughs) You you is a bitch-ass hater. (laughs) You a hating-ass daddy. (laughs) Hating-ass father. The biggest hater, though, is the dude from 40 minutes away who found out that she was and tripping. told on him. And came and told daddy. But I don't have, listen, man, I am a very, I am the farthest you can run away from conservative as far as the way that America defines it as possible. 
I believe in body autonomy and you being able to do what you want to do. I believe that sex work is real work. I believe that men have been like nobody had a fucking problem with this shit when men was profiting off of goddamn women pimping and all this shit. Motherfuckers praising Andrew Tate still after he got arrested for goddamn taking all these women and making cam businesses out of them and motherfuckers acting like they the goat. But as soon as a woman want to do something her own with her body, want to make her own money from the same body that men been making money off from, the whole world got a fucking problem with it. And so this father and this dude who went and snitched are <laughs> products of that society that we live in, that women ain't supposed to be doing nothing. Now, I guess the questions I would be asking is, was this a very formal arrangement. Was this like a, I'm definitely going to help you? You know, to me as a father, it sounds support, like it was. Yeah, to me as a father, when you say you're going to give support, then you need to get that support or you need to create the caveats at the beginning upon which the support is made. And you got to face the facts, sir. You made a daughter that would go strip. <laughs> you are part of that process. I don't know if she got daddy issues with you. And want to go there. That's not to assume that every woman who goes strip has daddy issues. I was or I don't that. know if she has such a strong sense of her own personal self, which if she does, congratulations. But sometimes that comes with her making decisions that you're not going to approve of. She I don't know. It could be either one. A lot of quick money. Okay. You can make. So one of the things that I randomly do in my free time. So apparently on YouTube, there's like a like strippers post vlogs on YouTube, okay, where they, like, talk about stripping, um, go to the club, talk about, like, how, how the whole thing works. Stripping, first of all, is some bullshit, okay? So, strippers have to pay the club to strip there. Mm-hmm. But they also have to pay, they, so they have to, when they, you have tip out, which is the, the money to the club, you have to tip the DJ. They expect you to tip him a certain amount um the house mom so like when you go in you going in with a deficit already and then you make it so you got to make back the money that you spending for this and then some but depending on what club you go to it seems like if if it's a fairly popular club you can make some pretty quick money pretty easily and so his whole thing is not that she has a job Cause he said you can work and I'll still help you, but I'd rather you work at McDonald's where you're making substantially less money because it's more acceptable to me than for you to be out here. She ain't a prostitute. She's stripping. Right. It's a difference. It's a difference. Um, buddy at the office is a fucking hater for real. Why would you go tell her daddy that you saw her? Like why? For what? The same system of patriarchy that won't approve of her using her body for herself. I mean, it's the very same patriarchy that creates the male gaze that makes a need for that she industry. She make money because niggas come in there and spend money. <laughs> like, like, why don't daddy get together with all the men that go to the strip club and say, hey, stop going to the strip club because my daughter worked there. Don't work like that. No. Like, there is a demand. Yeah. And this idea that it's damaged women that go for that demand is, you know, is a problem. But now she could have been at school, one of her friends stripped and told her, like, girl, I, I make like, you know, seven hundred dollars in a night. Like easy money. What college issue, student ain't gonna be like bet? But the issue and, and the issue in this scenario is that, that that daddy is just upset at the kind of work that she does. Yes. Because in reality, this could have been a conversation. This could have been a conversation about how much money she make and if I can, you know, not help you as much, you know, on the car payment. But that's also me looking at it from my childhood perspective, which we were poor. So if my mama was helping me with my car note and then I went to start slinging some meat, I would be like, mama, I'm good. I don't need your help. You know, I'm all right. Well, it don't sound, it sound like he has the means and the capability because he's not not paying it because, oh, this was a burden on me. And now since you're making this money, he's literally not paying it because she's refusing to do. But that's what I'm saying. That wouldn't be my scenario if if I was in this situation uh, and I would be like, no, I don't need it. I, I got it. So it sounds like they do have it to give. And so, yeah. like, if your anger 
about her choice of job is the only thing that's making you stop. You a fuck boy, and you selfish, and you are sound like you controlling. You know, like I mean, I'm interested in what other examples of when he done got mad at her have been in the past. I wonder. I don't know. I mean. So in the comments, what kind of asshole tells a woman's parents that they saw her daughter saw their daughter stripping as if this is any of his business to get into? Your gross coworker who goes to strip clubs to ogle women but then tattles on them is the biggest asshole in this, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Somebody said probably tried to hit on her and was told to fuck off. That is very possible. It is very possible that he tried to holler at her and she was like, fuck you. He was like, I swear I'm gonna tell your daddy. Very possible. I can see that happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I would not like. What I do? I want my daughter to be a stripper. No, not even because of because of the danger. So, like I said, I watch um the YouTube vlogs. Most of the time, the girls be straight, but like sometimes they do have to deal with like creepy shit happening, right? So, mm-hmm. from a, a a danger perspective, no. I and mean, I want my daughter to strip because it's a lot of danger that comes with doing that kind of job. However, if that's what she decided she wanted to fucking do, I mean, that's what she decides she want to do. I'm not going to disown her or not be there for her anymore because she decides she want to be a stripper. Like, it ain't that deep to me. I would be more upset if she was a prostitute <laughs> than, than if she was a stripper. Prostitute come with his own set of fucking shit. You get murdered, uh, get a bunch of diseases and die and shit like uh, that is more concerning to me than you going and taking your clothes off and letting these stupid ass men spend their paychecks on you. If they want to spend it, get it. <laughs> I mean, you know, maybe, maybe. What about an escort? You know, I watch too much ID channel, so that is not anymore. No, I know you're not... gonna say none of the sex work fields is guaranteed nothing. Safe. No, but it's really no. I'm gonna put this. Depending on how you carry out, it's no more safe than dating guys and having casual sex with a potential outcome of the violence and/or aggression that'll come from them in that situation. I feel like you're at more. You're you're seeing more men than you would be seeing if you were just like doing this on a dating basis, right? Escorts. That's your job, so that means that you're gonna be seeing as many men as possible to make the most money. When I'm dating somebody, if once I start dating a person, there's not a, I mean, yes, that one person could kill me. But if I'm dating 20 people, my, my likelihood of getting murdered goes up because of just numbers. It's a numbers game. You're going to be interacting with more people as an escort than a person that's just regularly dating. Most at the average person that's regularly dating, let me say. But, you know, I, I get you know, obviously this this girl is 22. So if my daughter was an adult and she, I mean, either way, she could do what she wants to do. Again, I would be more concerned if it was prostitution or escorting than stripping. And again, stripping is not safe. Okay, it again, these girls um, have talked the uh, story. And the pro- another problem with stripping is that. So I would say I would say probably most strippers go to work, strip, make their money, and leave. But there are girls that go there and they also doing prostitution on the side, right? So what happens Mm -hmm. is niggas come in there expecting everybody to be that way. So then you run the risk when you just coming in there to do the job that you was assigned to fucking do. And you got these other bitches back here doing extra shit. And so niggas coming to you thinking you finna do extra shit too. So that also plays a part in it. Because even if you there to do what you need to do and do it the correct way, bitches be fucking this shit up for people. Because then you're going to have men propositioning you because old girl giving blowjobs in the private, in the VIP room and shit for extra money. And now he think everybody he'll do that. So, you know, it comes with its own things. But the bottom line is, if you tell your children that you're going to support them, you should not have all these conditions tied to that shit. And it's literally just because she's not doing what he want her to do. It's not because she, because it ain't. It's not that she has a job. It's not that he's saying, oh, you working. I don't need to pay this for you. He don't care about her having a job. He said, like, go work at McDonald's and he will still help her. So it's not that she's working and he feels like she can handle it on her own. It's literally the job she chose to do. And I think that absolutely makes him an asshole. 
and a yeah. dickhead. He on some bullshit. Fuck him. Uh, he is a seemingly controlling father. Um, and let's not even say controlling. Um, uh, but he he ain't being fair in this situation. He ain't yeah. being fair. Um, because he don't I know how much she make. Like, is he telling her to take a 10 times pay cut to go work at McDonald's Probably. to make money? You know what I'm saying? McDonald's gonna pay you minimum wage, maybe a little over that at best. Like, <laughs> and she a college student, so no. You know, if I was her, I'd be like, "Pops, you know your decision to stop helping me with my car is gonna make me have to clap my ass ten times more than I was otherwise, right?" You know, the the decision you're making is the adverse effect of what you wanted. Like, you, you, I want you to think about that. You know what I'm saying? Before you you make this, she gonna have to work more now to pick up this car payment more than she was already working to add on to make the money for the car payment. You know, but again, if our agreement was if you're in school, I'm gonna help you with your car to be a person of your word. You need to goddamn keep up with them car payments, and if you want to amend that shit, the amendment need to be based on if she got the financial capability to do it herself. Even if it's rooted in that anger and that frustration, a reasonable way to do it is to not abruptly stop that shit. It's to like say, okay, well, over time, I'm going to pull back from that because. But like, you ain't doing nothing but showing your butt hurt and your saltiness by doing it like this. And I, I agree with you. I agree that like, clearly stripping ain't ideal for a child for many reasons. It's a whole bunch of work. I will not want her to be no fucking coal miner either. If she called me and said, Dad, I'm working in the coal mines. Be yeah. like, you fucking finna fuck your lungs up, shawty. Like, I don't, I don't like that. So and potentially whole... caved in. All them fucking cave-ins and shit that was happening yeah, a couple years ago. Want, I might not even want her to be goddamn train conductor, goddamn. All these trains derailing in this motherfucker yeah. with chemicals and shit. But yeah, it's a whole bunch of industries that I won't want my child to work in, especially if they like in college, even if it's to make money, you know? Um, So it, it wouldn't just be about stripping. But at the end of the day, I feel like I would have put as much of my energy into raising a child that can make the decisions for themselves. And while there's a host of shit that I wouldn't want my child to do, their ability to make the decisions that I nurtured them to be able to make is something that will supersede my disapproval of what decisions those are. I wonder how much of this is rooted in the fact that he embarrassment, right? Because now his subordinate, or did he say it was a co-worker or somebody who worked for him? Either way, people at his job know. Because you know that nigga didn't just tell him. He didn't told everybody at the job. Now everybody at the job know his daughter is a stripper. Like, I wonder how much of this is embarrassment from just, like, people knowing. Did he say it was? Let me see if he said who it Who cares? He said somebody he worked with, so I guess a co-worker. He didn't berate that nigga for going to the strip club, did he? I'm sure he did not. Like... It's just, you know, again, I talk about patriarchy all the time. Motherfuckers don't like hearing that shit. Men do not like hearing that shit. Mostly because of how feminists, uh, well, extreme feminists have made it seem like patriarchy just mean, ooh, big, bad, boogeyman, men, they all, they're going to beat your ass and whoop your ass and rape you and shit. You know, but it's it's way, way more complex than that. It's way more complex of a system than just men are bad. Uh, and the essence of everything that's going on in this situation, the the reason that sex work and stripping is dangerous the reason that it exists as a demand the reason that somebody from across town would you know tell some uh, uh, a man would tell another man that their daughter is doing this and the reason that a man would respond this way is because of how society has nurtured men's relationship to what women can do with their body and what has traditionally been our ability to say you can't do that and it's just another version of saying you can't do that I mean, the industry is another version of saying you can't do that. It's so many things that say you can't do that. You know? Um, you said you want to do a lesbian too? Uh, do one you want to do out of them. Um, let's see. I do want to know why the poor people can't come to our wedding. Let's do that one. Uh, okay. Am I the asshole for not? It's short. Am I the asshole for not inviting my poor relatives to my wedding for a good reason? I'm getting married in June. I sent out my invitations in January to give everyone time to RSVP. We are having a destination wedding at a great resort in the Dominican Republic. 
Our invitations were expensive. And we thought it was a good place to economize if we only sent invitations to people who could afford to come. Right now, my mom says she is very disappointed with me. I've upset so many people. My mom says that I was rude to judge people by their income. I didn't judge anyone. I just picked the people I thought could afford to go. Bitch, that's judging. What you? <laughs> I didn't judge. I just judged. Bitch, you cannot say you didn't do something and then give the literal definition of it in the next breath. <laughs> I decided that they were too poor. I mean, them using the word good in the title is also indicated that they're not good with words. <laughs> she said it was a good reason. So you got very expensive invitations that you obviously could not afford. So to save money, you only sent invitations to people that you felt you felt like could afford to come to this destination wedding in the Dominican Republic. You sound broke your fucking self. Why are you talking about these folks? And the thing about this is this. People, some people, I don't, but like my mom um, has done this. Some people, even if they're not going to come, they save the wedding inv uh, invitations for like, I guess, memories or some shit. I don't know. So like people still like to get the invitation, even if they're not going to come. Some of the invitations had like the um, engagement pictures of the couple on and this shit. So like people still like to get them even if they're not going to come because it's a memory for them. And so I, <laughs> you just sound broke, bitch. That's what you sound like. We didn't want to spend money on a bunch of invitations. So to buy less invitations, we just decided we were going to send it to. And what, what would be hilarious is if all the people that you thought were, could afford to come decided not to fucking come. <laughs> Did you send invitations to these people who got money, but also said, fuck you and didn't want to come? Yeah, I don't go to no Dominican Republic. Fuck. I don't want to go there. I can afford the ticket, but I ain't finna go there for motherfucking your vacation. Fucking up my vacation time to fly to some Dominican Republic. No, hell no. But, you know, I think that, uh, I think that you choose a destination wedding that people can't come to so you know that even though you send them the invite, they have to decline it. Yeah. Like, I don't think you pick and choose at the beginning. So if you thought they couldn't afford it, then what's the harm of sending them the invite anyway? Because yeah. then the argument wouldn't be that you didn't invite them to your wedding. The argument would be that you chose a destination that we couldn't afford to fucking get to. And that's a personal problem at that point. But see, now you made it your problem. You made yourself yeah. the asshole because yeah. you picked and choose who can afford it. And, you know, you never know. Somebody in the family might be wealthy enough to want to pay for everybody else. But now they think that you don't want them at the fucking wedding. Because <laughs> you didn't invite them. That's dumb shit. And choose a destination that's much more specific if you want to make sure. You don't want your fat family members coming. Do one of those goddamn under the Grand Canyon. You got to carry your own goddamn backpack type oh, of wedding. Oh, we had one from there. But yeah, yeah that I know. shit was crazy. Like, do one of those. Who you don't want the fat people to come. I ain't fed and I wouldn't fucking do that shit. I ain't finna be walking out no goddamn Grand King and coming to your wedding. Bitch, you crazy. You don't want your Muslim family members to come? Just let them know that all we eating at the fucking reception is pork. <laughs> ain't number pork here. Like, find ways to, like, you know what I'm saying, keep motherfuckers out. Outside of not inviting them. Because then, you know, unfortunately, it's on them. But, you know, but, you did it I wrong, buddy. Somebody said, so, laughing my ass off, imagine being too poor to pay for people's invitations, but being so high up your own ass that you think people, other people are poor too. <laughs> Wait, did he say he couldn't afford the invitations? She said to save money, they didn't want to buy a bunch of invitations. So to save money, they only bought invitations enough for the people they felt like could afford it. Oh, this one of them stupid ass people that's going to spend all their savings on a, on a yes. wedding and then get into the relationship and yep. make Broke as hell, eating fucking ramen noodles and shit. Yes. It sounds like you doing above your means, ma'am. And then talking shit. It was again, it's it's just crazy that you talking shit about them being poor, but you're obviously poor. You're cutting costs by not sending out fucking invitations. Cause it's too expensive. <laughs> the fucking invitations are too expensive. Bro, like you need to prioritize a little bit better. Yeah, but yeah, you're a dick for this. For sure. Unless you were, unless you like a, uh, unless one of y'all work for the airline and y'all fly for free. 
if y'all fly for free and y'all going to Dominican Republic and the shit over there to get married is cheaper than the shit over here to get married. Okay, maybe, but like you ain't give enough information to have put poor and good in that fucking intro. <laughs> you you didn't give us enough fucking information or enough background. Good, you don't determine that. Reddit <laughs> determined that. And, Reddit and that was determined. not a good reason for you yeah. to not fucking invite your people to the motherfucking shit. That was a horrible reason not to invite them to the shit. And you deserve all the scrutiny and criticism that you're getting. Shouldn't have did that shit. But, you know. Facts. All right. I got some. Okay. Let's see what you want to do. All right. This one has an update. My husband is angry that my brother and I shared a bed when he was out of town. I feel sick to my stomach. Why? My husband. Huh? Yeah, Why? I don't know she shared a bed with her brother? Mm-hmm. Why? <laughs> what do you mean why? Motherfucker might have grew up with uh, three siblings that all slept up in the same bed. It just might be fucking nothing to them that somebody else might think weird. <sighs> I don't think it's weird to share a bed with your sibling. You know, if y'all, like, don't see each other often and y'all get together and y'all kicking up good times in the bed and y'all fall asleep, I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. I love William. You know how much I love that nigga. But, but you're no. you. <laughs> you don't like fucking people. He is an exclusion to the people. Like, clearly. But also, as people, there's a whole host of shit you wouldn't do because William is also people. He is people, but he is William. The William saved him from the people shit as far as you concerned in several areas, but not all the areas. So you you don't count. Plus, you a girl raised in a house full of boys. They probably treated you all kind of crazy because of patriarchy. <laughs> they probably treated, wouldn't let you do shit that the boys could do. Oh. This is a wife talking about her brother. And but her see, what, what I'm talking about is how an upbringing could create a type of bond in which sharing a bed does not look like anything other than two siblings just doing the things that they used to do in childhood that means nothing that don't have to have no semblance of sexual assault or touching or any of that that it can be that innocent so i'm thinking in this case it is that innocent and there's another person on the other side who's thinking oh this must mean some bullshit this must mean y'all y'all doing some freaky stuff and it turned into a problem. That that's what I think. I haven't read it. I don't know. We'll keep going. We might need to do that. Yeah. My husband is considering divorcing me because of my mental health. Oh, that's fucked up. Yeah. Well, I say that. I mean, it depends <laughs> on what the external behaviors like, are of the mental health. You know what I'm saying? Is she like borderline or some shit. Is she I mean, borderline or is she like grieving? It's two different yeah. things. <laughs> I agreed to open my marriage last night with my husband. I changed my mind this morning. He's pissed. Uh, two more. I am afraid it's time to end things with my fiance a week before we're set to get married. Advice Damn. needed. And <laughs> my wife cheated on me three years ago, but never told me. Jesus. I want to know what you then came to the realization of a week before the wedding. And then also, I want to know about the brother. Let's do the brother one first. Okay. Because I wanted to do the same one you mentioned first. All right. My husband is angry that my brother and I shared a bed when he was out of town. I feel sick to my stomach. I don't know what to do, but my husband is very upset and my family is asking me to apologize to him. But I just feel sick to my stomach just thinking about apologizing because it would mean that we did something wrong and the thought just makes me sick. The my family wants her to apologize? Yeah, apparently. That was the, okay. All right. My husband was out of town last Monday, so my brother came to visit. He had just been dumped by his girlfriend of five years, and he was a mess. Hold on, I got sneeze. Fucking bitch went away. Oh. <laughs> he stayed the night. He stayed the night because I didn't want him to be alone. Why am I explaining my brother stayed the night? How sick. Anyway, my brother is 198 centimeters, a literal giant. He told me the couch was okay, but I told him not to be silly. 
My husband was shocked and he started raging, calling me disgusting, stinging, filthy, filthy. I'm even more shocked, to be honest. I don't understand what he means. It's my little brother and I gave him the guest pillows and covers so he didn't use my husband's. And I put new sheets on. This apparently made him even angrier because I usually change sheets on Sundays. I don't know what to do. I'm very hurt and disgusted by husband and whatever is making him angry. I'm trying to think what could I have done differently. My son's a toddler and his bed is small. I guess I could have slept on the couch myself, but no, this idea is just so sick. What can I do now? I'm disgusted by my husband. Um, I, I can't tell there. if husband thinks that they had sex or if husband is just mad because that's my bed and how dare somebody else or another man sleep in my bed and you change the sheets for them outside of Sundays. I don't. What's fucking me up is that her family thinks that it's a problem. Her, the rest of her fucking family, not his family, think it's a problem. I don't know. I feel like she's leaving out something. Like, because why would your family, like, okay, let's say me and William, uh, the family is close, and me and William are cool, and this is not a weird thing. My mom is not going to be like, well, you shouldn't have did this shit. You need to apologize to your husband. Like, your family is telling you that it's fucking problematic? Why? I don't know. It just feel like she didn't. She left some shit out. Like that just seems. I don't know. I don't think we got all the the details of this. That's what's fucking me up. That's what that the her her own family feeling that is problematic is what's fucking me up. She's like without that comments. part, then I might be like, okay, maybe it's just the husband. But like, I don't know why the family would be like, you shouldn't have did this shit. Well, it seems like most people are supporting her right now. One person said, ask your husband why he thinks you're fucking your brother just because you slept in the same bed. She said, I wanted so much to ask him this when he was screaming at me, but I just couldn't because it's so gross and I didn't want to go there. Um, I don't know. Weird about another it. person is saying, a lot of people are suggesting confronting your husband or threatening that you will leave him if he doesn't stop. Without more information, those do not sound like safe options. Is your husband often excessively jealous of you and other men? How is your social support system outside of your family who is siding with him? Has he ever tried to isolate you from friends or other family members? Does he call you names or insult you? These are questions you're not obligated to answer. I'm just concerned because sometimes when there is one concerning controlling behavior present in a relationship, there are also others. She said, yes, he is not too happy when I get attention from males, even if it's from close friends of him or me. I would call him jealous. I have a good group of friends and my family is great. This time, though, they just want me to apologize. My brother has already apologized to him and he feels like shit. I feel so embarrassed and I don't know if I can look my brother in the face again after my husband's disgusting outburst. No name like, calling or physical hurt. He's very soft-spoken and good to me. I'm a stay-at-home mom at the moment and he doesn't comment on what I wear. Why are you so disturbed by... Like, again, again it just... She's so disgusted and she can't look at her brother the same way. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> How does your husband getting mad about this make you feel all of these things? Like, I don't know. This just sounds fucking weird to me. I don't know about this one. Mm. All right, let's go to the update. My husband apologized, but all I can think of now is divorce because I see him differently. After my husband's initial reaction of shock and disgust, he was angry with me for some days for... But then a week ago, he wanted to talk and he broke down apologizing and asking for forgiveness. Frankly, I didn't want to talk to him at all because I didn't know if I wanted to hear him explain how he got to this horrid conclusion. But I pulled myself together and asked him anyway. He had no answer more than that. He was jealous. I tried to understand if it went deeper, if he had some unprocessed trauma, anything, but no, or he didn't want to tell me. He just felt a great amount of jealousy that he couldn't control and it got the better of him and he lashed out. But now he's come to his senses and was ashamed of what he did. I asked him to apologize to my brother and family. And he did profusely. They accepted his apology and now everything is expected to go back to normal, but I can't. I haven't gotten over what happened and I don't think I will. I don't know what to do about it. I don't see how we can move forward when I can't even be in the same room as him without feeling sick to my stomach. I don't know if this feeling will go away. I have my son to think about what a selfish mom. I'm not considering him and his well-being. This is my update. Thank you for caring to ask about one. I um, I, I mean, on her side, I don't know what it is that makes the assumption that her husband made the level of problematic that makes you want to like run away and retreat from everything and not be able to look your brother in the face and That's what I'm it's weird. just be disgusted typing this up oh my god I can't believe I'm having to say this because this is such I don't know what had, had to happen in her life for that way this of processing weird. this to be going on especially after daddy 
I mean, if the husband like apologized and shit and realized that he fucked up, the biggest issue is that you married to somebody who would respond like that to some shit. Like that's that's the problem to me. But I mean, you say he all right, then he all right. But you know, he at least willing to apologize and stuff. But you probably need some therapy. Yeah, like, her it was, response it was, a miscalculation. was so extreme. I mean, he he could have come from a family of incest. He could have come from a community where it was a lot of incest. He could have come from a community like the community that I'm from. There's a lot of incest in the community that I come from. Chambers County, Alabama has the highest rates of incest in Alabama. And that's God the damn. county that I grew up in. So, I mean, he might come from a place where he has this knowledge where you don't have this knowledge. So she could very just well be from a very protective family that didn't allow them to experience nothing. And the idea that she could be involved in something that uh could be common to a husband, it might be the variable here. Her response is extreme. I don't understand her response. She do have an extreme response to it. Yeah. It's a very uh, extreme response. Yeah. Um, and it ain't like it ain't brothers and sisters as grown people out there boning like hell anyway. I mean, it is. It is. Is it why he jumped to it? I mean, maybe he watched too much goddamn porn or something. And when he be seeing those, you know, my stepbrother shits. I mean, if you watching that, I say stepbrother, but if you watching that sibling porn, you you too far in. Step sibling stuff is still a little bit. Uh, it's just too much for me. But you know, some people watch it. It's like certain categories of porn that turn me off. Like when some shit say step 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 mama step daddy <laughs> problem or. There's one that say daughter swap, like, mm-mm, nope, out of Ew. that. Yeah, it's, it's horrible. Let me get out of this. Uh, it, it's just so many different, like, <clears throat> random categories where I'd be like, hell no. The only time I would, <laughs> the only time I ever watch certain titles, sometimes I just don't even read the titles. I just see that a person that I'm interested in watching is in it. And, you know, in porn, what they do is like they'll take a thirty-year-old woman, put pigtails on her, and say "barely 19. Like, is if you know the age of the person, I, I guess I'm. It's hard for me to parse with. Is knowing that the person is thirty years old, but they are pretending to be like barely legal. Is that the problem? And like, if you know you've been watching this thirty-year-old for years, do it. Should you not watch this now isolated porn of them pretending to be in this scenario? I don't watch them. I don't watch them if they pretended to be in a scenario that I don't approve approve of or agree with. But I also don't think that if my homeboy told me that he watched it, that I have a problem with it. Now, if I if my homeboy be like, let me get on your computer real quick, and I I, I put up www.p and it flash up Pornhub search kids having sex. Nah, man, we we out. The FBI coming to your house. <laughs> <laughs> the FBI is coming to your house very you soon. On that radar, yeah. Yeah, don't let me find out you got no fucking kid porn on your shit. Oof. Don't shake computers with nobody, people. You doing crazy shit. What was the other one I said? Oh, the fiance. Why are you trying to leave a week before the fucking wedding? I don't know, but I'm proud of motherfuckers who leave a week before the wedding if they need to. I am proud of them motherfuckers. Uh, because that got to be some hard shit to do. One, oh, you yeah. finna have a whole family hate your ass. And you don't finna have spent, uh, wasted, wasted a whole money. bunch of time. And money, because you can't get them deposits and shit. A weekend? Yeah. Oh, that shit is done. Dresses been bought, tuxes. They, it, you, a lot of money finna be wasted a week from the wedding. All right. I am afraid it's time to end things with my fiance a week before we're set to get married. Advice needed. Is it a girl or a boy? Or I guess this is a girls. woman. They She's going to end it. Yeah. Okay. What you thought? You thought a man okay. was going to end it? He might. No, this, the women end these shits. That, this is a criticism in our society. When you get on TikTok and you see men talking about relationships, they always talk about how women uh, initiate divorce at an 80% rate. Now, they never talk about the reasons that women initiate divorces, but the horrendous deduction that comes from it is that women have no loyalty and they just leave relationships on the whim when they get ready. Mm. It's like 
you know, it's like you you be traveling on a straight road and then you take a hard left to some stupid ass shit that don't make no sense. Like nobody is saying why are these women leaving these men? What are these men doing? Or what are these men not doing? And we can talk about all day how men are responsible for taking care of their own food. They responsible for taking care of their own clothes. They responsible for taking care of their own cleaning. Responsible for taking care of their own everything when they single, but then when they get into a relationship, it's like they just want 75% of that load to be taken on by a woman who already as an individual human had to take care of her own shit in that way. So motherfuckers don't be trying to ask how the women get to the point where they don't want to be in a relationship no more. They just want to say, oh, women are selfish and they just want to leave. So most of the time, this is going to be a woman <laughs> that is about to leave a motherfucker. Men be sticking by them because what my deduction is is that she doing a whole bunch of shit in a relationship that ain't related to uh, making money, even though she may have a job. And for him, just making money is enough. Anyway, throw away for obvious reasons. I need some advice, although I think I know the answer. I, 37-year-old female, have been with my fiancé, 37-year-old male, for five years, engaged for about a year and a half. I have two boys, 9 and 12, from a previous marriage. My fiancé has been known to have issues with alcoholism, but has honestly been keeping it under control for the past three years. Today, we're celebrating it being a week until our wedding with a few drinks under our close friends, something we've done without incident many, many times. Today, something snapped in him, and he completely lost his mind. It started when he tried to drive, and I told him it wasn't a good idea. After that, it was name-calling, saying extremely hurtful things, and then eventually leaving me uh, to a friend's to get away from an extremely heated situation that was going nowhere fast. He punched my window out of my car door and screamed, if I left, we were over. I mean, okay. Of course, I left anyway because who would stay after that? I came back hours later, and of course, he comes rolling in not too long after. When I walk into our room, I discover he's trashed pretty much all of my skin care, hair care, perfumes, pretty much anything that I use every day is broken everywhere. These weren't cheap items either. When he walks in behind me, he starts yelling because he says he couldn't find his watch because all of my stuff. Starts throwing it around again, and I walk over to show him he's been sitting where I told him it was earlier, earlier all along. He then proceeds to pick up everything, throwing it on the counter, top claiming to be cleaning. All while saying, we're done, I told you not to leave. I asked him what he thought would have happened if I had stayed. He then threw everything back off the counter this time, ensuring it was all broken all over the floor. At this point, it's getting late, and even though he's telling me to leave, I grab my pillow and blanket and head to the living room. He locks the bedroom door, and then a few minutes later comes out in the living room and passes out in a recliner without saying a word. I'm completely beside myself. So much money has gone into this wedding and all of our friends and family have paid so much and invested so much time with their own money to be here. This isn't my fiance. He's never broken or damaged anything before. He's so out of the blue for the super loving and gentle person that I've spent the last five years with. And to my knowledge, he hadn't had a great amount of alcohol when it happened. Luckily, my boys weren't here when all this happened. And despite his violence towards objects, he never touched me. Obviously, I have to make a decision ASAP. But the thought of uprooting my children and the life we've built together is absolutely heartbreaking. No. No. Run quickly. Especially if it ain't no answer for the fucking question. You don't know why he did this shit? You saying that he didn't even drink that much when this shit happened? Some but kind it's of not windows destroying property and shit, bro. No. Mm-mm. No. Nope, that's a done deal. Don't do that. That's fucking terrible. Um... I mean, because I, you, you're talking about all the money and all of that, but like, think about getting married to him. This has become a regular behavior that he was just, you know, able to block. And now you stuck with him doing this shit on a regular basis. And the next time your kids could be in the fucking house. Like, no, no, no. This was not a simple argument that happened. Okay. He lost his goddamn mind. No. You see what he's capable of. You know, well, this is one of the reasons that marriage don't mean that much to me is because there is no institution that's going to keep me bound into a situation that I do not want to be in. Like if you want to be married, we can be married, but if you get crazy after we get married, then there's rings in the process. The money don't guarantee my presence here. Period. Hell no. At all. No shit like this. He lost his fucking mind. Yeah, and, and what she's trying to do is navigate in her head a way to keep the arrangement going, even though if this was six months into a relationship, she would leave this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
I guess, how do you calculate? Well, one thing that we know is that a lot of people do keep their abuse in check until marriage. And yep. the reason is because a lot of people understand that for many other people, that institution is enough to keep you bound to that person. Yeah. And they feel like you won't leave them. And in a lot of instances, that person won't leave them. They will stay. And so a lot of people keep their abuse in check. And this might be one of them situations where she was lucky enough to see his abuse perpetrated early enough that she can get out of this shit before it goes any more south. Yeah. Yeah. That's what she it seems like. Be done because he's fucking crazy. So I didn't read a comment before this, but she said, honestly, I'm not leaving anything out. We've gone to therapy when they threatened our relationship years ago. I can't oh, figure out why he would let himself before. get like this. Yeah, yeah, she said out of five years, they've been together. He's been straight off the alcohol the last three years. But I did, she didn't say it like that he this kind of behavior is how he was at. Because you could have somebody that drinking just like fucking goof. They don't necessarily have to be violent when they're drinking. But if he act like if he was acting like this when he was drinking, girl, bye. Mm-mm. He got the. I don't know. It don't seem like he was acting like this before. But she said, I definitely feel some of what he said must be deep seated feelings because he said them before when angry. Maybe it's time to throw in the towel for good this time. It's just so hard because other than this demon in his closet, life with him is wonderful and we could have an amazing life building on what we've already started. My boy, boys are the other thing. They truly love him, our home, our life. I know it's my responsibility to keep them safe and happy, but uprooting them is going to crush them. I mean, I could be a millionaire if I had a million dollars. Like what he could be doesn't matter if he's not it. It don't. It did, like if he. You can't say if he didn't have this demon, like he would be great. Like uh, uh, of course, but he has it. The reality is he exists this way. The reality is I'm poor. <laughs> Obviously, if I got a million dollars, I would be rich. But like you can't just spout off things that like. Well, if 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 no, you got to deal with what the reality is, and the reality of the situation is. He has this issue that mm-hmm. whether or not he been it been fully in check for this amount of time, you will never know because there are people that, I mean, he might have just got good at hiding it. Yeah. Um, but it looks know. like the people have reaffirmed her initial thoughts that she, that she don't need, to, need leave. to leave. Yeah. Um, three hours ago, and it sounds like you know she probably is about to do that. You bust a window out my car, bitch. No, too, it's too much. You broke shit in her. No. Like, I wonder when he come to, is he going to still be like, well, you shouldn't have left? Or is he going to be like, oh, my God, what happened? Like, did I do all of this? Like, I wonder what, I wonder what that shit's going to be like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who knows? But, yeah, that's. Yeah. Don't stay with nobody abusive, y'all. Yeah, and don't no. let no marriage hold y'all into some shit that you, you can't recover from. You know what I'm saying? Like. If you're in a fucking toxic relationship that's broken and is unhealthy, your kids being by themselves and losing a person that's being harmful is is much, much better than otherwise. Now, what happens if the kids ain't never seen this behavior and then she just up and leave without no explanation that you 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 doing you might be doing some harm to yourself as far as your kids perception go. You need to be realistic about what this means to your kids and what happened to bring you to this point. That's one thing that like, I don't know. I think you seeing abuse is one thing because I saw abuse to my mama and not seeing the abuse, but being communicated that like, these are some of the reasons that relationships don't work out with either of those men. It's not like if we never saw abuse, it's not like if she told us that they was abusive, that we would have been like, Oh wow, really? Uh that's a nah them niggas look like some whooping ass ass niggas. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like one of them threw my damn brother around one time because he uh threw his food away. Um this will have my stepdaddy and my mama was into it. And my brother, he always did some weird shit. And I think either he was stupid emotional and just reacting or he was really smart. But when they would be into it, he would go out there and cuss them out. <laughs> and, like, it would take the attention off of each other immediately. And it will uh, turn to my brother. And so now they both trying to figure out what's going on with my brother. And then it will, like, dissolve their little fight, at least out loud. And one time my brother did it. He said, y'all cut that shit out now. And my brother was in the room. And I was in there, too, eating a sandwich. And my stepdaddy came in there like, who are you talking to like that? 
while you eat my food. If you're going to talk to me like that, and put my food down. And he said, okay, and took it to the trash can to put it in the trash. And then my stepdaddy gonna say, who are you to throw my food away? <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck was he supposed to do with this shit? Like, that's how you know motherfuckers be reacting in anger. Like, you you, you requested this action. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I want finna eat that nigga's bit off of ass sandwich. You want finna eat that nigga bit off ass sandwich. Mama want finna do it. Or were you you should have been more clear if you wanted him to put it in the refrigerator and eat it later when you weren't mad. But you know what? You said, if you're going to talk to me like that, don't eat my food. So if I can't eat your food, I'm assuming I can't eat it now or later. So the logical place is to put that shit in a trash can. Now, I know that my brother did that shit out of anger. And I know my brother did that shit out of vindictiveness. I know my brother knew that that was going to make that nigga mad when he threw that sandwich away. But he threw that sandwich away. And when he threw that sandwich away, that man picked up my brother and power bombed him onto the floor. Damn. He picked him up and slammed him onto the floor. I was like, damn, this sound horrible. This <laughs> I'm telling it you, this casually as fuck. It? It's fucking terrible. <laughs> I mean, because it's my it's like people listening to this shit with me telling jokes in the middle of it. And then they like they fucking shocked and, and gasped and like, what the hell kind of childhood did you have, brother? <laughs> yeah, it wasn't was that many of these moments. I'm not trying to minimize abuse, but um, I just think it's a different experience seeing it, experiencing it. And if your boys don't know why you left what is perceived by them to be a good, healthy, fun environment with somebody that they really care about. um, Also, make sure you control the narrative and get in front of it, because if the last words that because, again, if that's going to happen, a com- conversation with him need to be had of, I need you to wrap up your relationship with my boys with a tight, nice little bow on it. Because if you don't, if you leave it up to somebody who's angry and vindictive, he might be like, hey, fellas, your mama's a bitch. She's put me out and I'll never be back in your lives. Bye. Good luck finding a daddy. And then <laughs> walk away. Like, if you don't get out in front of that shit, you gonna, you could put yourself in a position for your boys to be fucked up about it and take that shit out on you. That's the worst part. They take the shit out on you. It's a lot of men who have set their boys up to take that shit out on their daddy. Don't get me wrong, mamas too, but we talk about this scenario. Like people do that. People who are hurt do sh- hurt people shit. That's just what it is. That'd be a good uh that'd be good on a t-shirt. Well, let me go to let me go to my t-shirt Evernote. What would be good on a t-shirt? Hurt people do hurt people shit. Oh. <laughs> um. Do we have time for another one? We have fifty-two minutes. We probably can get one in about ten minutes. Yeah, go for it. Uh, let's do the inheritance because I just am I the asshole for charging my son rent after he collected an inheritance? My initial response is yes, yes, you are. But let's see. Like, did he get a billion dollars? Did he get a billion dollars? And then to be like, I ain't giving you none. <laughs> like, I ain't gonna act like it ain't a scenario in which they should reasonably up some loot. But let, <laughs> let's see where this go. Last year, my aunt died and she left me her three-bedroom house in a nice area. I could easily rent it for 3000 a month or sell for a million. I'm being bombarded with offers. However, the place needs a lot of repairs. And after paying taxes, I don't have the money to do it. And I haven't decided to rent or sell. My oldest son, Franklin, is 23 and just finished college. He works for an engineering company. Basically, I said he could live there as long as he pays the bills, taxes, utilities, etc., and starts fixing what he can so I am neither losing or making money. In the meantime, I could start saving money for bigger projects and repairs, and my son could keep an eye on the house. It will take a few years minimum to finish everything. Recently, Jeremy received a $238,000 inheritance from his maternal grandfather. The first thing he bought was a Porsche. I feel like he can afford rent. All I'm doing is subsidizing a rich kid's housing expenses, ma'am. <laughs> Plus, on, my man. finances are started to take a hit, and I have two other sons from my second marriage. I found out that my son moved in his girlfriend, which I'm not happy about. I talked to my son and said, between his inheritance, moving in his girlfriend, and my finances, that he needs to start paying rent. He got fierce to me and said I was trying to rip him off and backing out of our deal. Then he said that I'd use the money to make the house presentable and sell rent, which I should just give it to him. I said, I'm not dropping this and I'll and I'll back with an offer, but he will pay rent. So 
you let him move into this house that's paid for, mind you, because you inherited it. Un- and with the agreement being that he was going to live there and pay the bill, start fixing the stuff he could fix, and keep an eye out for the house. That was the agreement. Now, because he gets some money, <laughs> you want him to, it's not like you, it's a house note and you just want him to pick up the note. You just want him to start paying you some money. That was not what the agreement was. And him moving the girlfriend in, I mean, he lives there. Like, I, all of this is about the money. Because I feel like had he not inherited the money and moved his girlfriend in, as long as the house was still being repaired, and he was still paying, like, the taxes and the utility bill, she wouldn't have gave a fuck. This is about that $238,000. Let's just say what it is. Like oh, this, is her, this is her son? Yeah. Listen, man. If I if I got it like that, my mama wouldn't have to ask me. And uh, and I got I don't got trauma from my mama, but I got trauma from the church that she took us to. So her actions inadvertently, you know, left me like a little salty about some stuff. Um, but if my if my if I got money, I got it. If your child ain't giving you money when they get it, you the problem. In I was some just capacity, gonna say. <laughs> you didn't write you didn't raise a nice charitable young man. You didn't. Or you're such a dick he don't want to do. Like, I don't know. Like, he'll take from you, but he won't give to you. That's something. That means something. That means Mm -hmm. something. About you. Or him. Maybe he's just a selfish dickhead. Okay, there's a scenario where you could be a good mama, but his daddy made him hate you. Or your daddy, he got the selfishness from his pops or something. I don't, it could be a number of things. But the reality is that wasn't the arrangement y'all made. That wasn't the agreement. If you need financial help, why wouldn't you just ask him that instead of trying to make him pay rent under the guise of, well, my finances is bad. I need money. Why would you not just say, hey, son, I'm struggling over here trying to do this, this and that. Can you help me out? Why would you not just do that instead of saying, oh, you got money. Now you finna pay rent. And she put that in the in the Reddit letter. Like you could have very well just said, I'm struggling on hard times. Is there anything in that inheritance that you would mind parting ways with to help me out? And I think that'll be way more respected than having just made an arrangement for a house that didn't include no money and then flipping it at a certain point. Your son clearly smart enough to know when he about to be scammed. When you just making these decisions because you want this money. But not making these decisions because. You know, you're doing it because I'm your son. The fact of the matter is he graduated from college and he worked for an engineering company. Engineers make nice money. So he was already making nice money before he got this inheritance as an engineer. You know what I'm saying? So like it's literally the inheritance because nothing else changed. He had a nice job. You were letting him stay there because it didn't cost you anything and because he's fixing up the house. That was the agreement. Even with him working as an, an engineer, now he get this inheritance, and now all of a sudden rent and shit. Like you should have just asked your son for some help. That would have sounded a lot better than you coming and trying to change the parameters of this agreement simply because you want his money. Cause that make you look like an asshole. <laughs> you should just ask that nigga for some money. Mm-hmm. Cause when you try to do it this way, you're not gonna. He gonna be upset with you. Yeah. And like I said, a girlfriend moving in, that's just another excuse you using to get at this money. Because again, if he hadn't inherited this money, he moved a girlfriend in. Everything else was still the same. He's still fixing up the house. He's still paying the utilities and the taxes and the bills and all of that shit. And the girlfriend just lived there. I don't think you would have cared. You wouldn't have gave a fuck about that. But it's because, you know. Tripping. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is, man. And it's like, if my mama need money, I mean, I ain't gonna be giving her my paychecks and no shit like that. But if somebody dropped me two hundred fifty thousand dollars and I know my mama needed money, then I'm gonna. I, that's already calculated in me getting a bunch of money. Apparently, if my daddy died before twenty twenty five, I got a hundred thousand dollar insurance policy. Money going to my brother and my mama is calculated into that shit already. Like, I ain't going to get it and just wait for people to ask me for some money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And there's some other people who let me borrow money before who are that paying them back is calculating that shit. You know? 
The reality is my daddy ain't going to die until after 20, uh, 2026, just to be clear, everybody, because that's how my life go. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying that my life going better would be that he died early. Like, clearly, I don't want him to die early to get that $100,000, you know. But if he did die early, then $100,000, I'd rather be grieving with $100,000 than grieving without it is all I'm saying. But I don't want him to die to get the hundred thousand dollars. But if he gonna kick the bucket, it might well be in the window. I know y'all don't like hearing that because you love your daddies. Well, except Red. I was gonna say, you know, I don't <laughs> any anybody else who loves your father. <laughs> I hope he lives forever, and I hope you don't have a insurance policy on his life that makes it more complicated. My dad yeah. will live forever just because he, that's just... He's going to outlive all of y'all motherfuckers. Yeah, Who's going to come home and take care of him if your mama kicked the bucket before him? Who's going to take care of your daddy? Nobody. None of your brothers going to go back and take care of him. None of your brothers going to be Mike. like, come live with us, Pop. No. My, Mike, my brother... So he'll pay? So he would, would, he, would he pay for somebody to take care of him like nursing home? Or would he bring him there and, you know, abuse him and steal his money? Bring him to Indiana. He wouldn't pay. He ain't got no money to pay for him to stay nowhere. He don't got it like that. So mm. he would be the only one. Because my oldest brother hates him because he mistreated him his entire life. Ever since he came into the picture because that's not his biological dad. And then me and William feel how we feel. So Mike would be the only one. Because he definitely, he, I, <laughs> he's not coming to stay with me. He would have to come stay with you. I feel like what you would do is research the most abusive nursing homes in Alabama and then you would be like, I got a perfect nursing home for your daddy. <laughs> you might even go find a negative. You might even go find a janitor ass nigga. Listen, all I need you to do is just like go sprinkle some salt on the floor or something in the bathroom. He's going to slip and fall or some shit. I don't know. I feel like you'll set his ass up for the okie doke. Even though it looked like, look like it's all good. I don't know why he keeps sleeping in the bathroom. <laughs> why? Where did salt? Where did salt come from on the floor? <laughs> Your daddy keeps sliding on with his slippers. <laughs> yeah, I probably would do that. But I'm he not laughing at elder abuse. My mom could come and stay with me, but like that would be short lived too. We would get into it, but I I could see letting her come and stay with me before him. You gonna let her come and stay with you just so you can say you did it? She'll be in the basement. My basement, nice. She'll be down here. She won't be able. You won't be able to hear nothing if she fall and need some help. That's why she's gonna be down here. I guess she's gonna need a life alert. Yeah. A walkie-talkie. You gonna put a little walkie-talkie around her neck? Don't go nowhere oh, without this. Monitor. Put a baby monitor downstairs. But that ain't that ain't right. She might want to touch herself. <sighs> you can't just be having a full-blown camera on in the goddamn room. No, that's privacy. I mean, I straight tell my kids, unless you want to see something you don't want to see, turn them cameras off. I can't even tell you what time to turn them off. It don't matter. It can happen at any time of the day. I don't think that that would be an issue for us, but, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Why not? Or maybe she's going to break her side piece down. You won't even know. She's going to unlock the door on the side. He gonna come I, I in. Will, no, I will know. How you I'll gonna always know? have a dog. The dog gonna let me know. Even if it ain't Remy, I will always have a dog. So Kingston it, would never have let you know. True. <laughs> Kingston would never have what let are you the know odds somebody getting came downstairs. Kingston was one of a kind. I can't imagine I would ever have another dog like him. I can't. I just can't envision it. That was a one. Just paranoid enough that they hear a noise and they go crazy because the noise was heard. It's it can be a regular dog that just don't give a fuck. Remy just bark when they hear shit. Not all of them. Remy just hypervigilant. Bark. Kingston barked when he heard stuff. That's why I left the TV on for him when I was at work. He'd be in the apartment just fucking barking all day at shitty here. (laughs) So I left the TV on to drown out some of the side noise. Kingston did bark. He would bark if he heard a noise, mostly because he wanted to make sure he going to be okay. Mind you, this was not to let me know because he was concerned about my safety. Kingston cared about himself. <laughs> so he would let me know, like, bitch, you need to go check out that noise because he wasn't going to go. Which one is worse? Downstairs. Which one is worse, having a dog that that care about himself so he bark 
or having a dog that think that he about to meet a new friend, so he bark. Definitely the one who meet a new friend. <laughs> Remy get on my fucking nerves with this shit, bro. Like it's so annoying. He's so fucking friendly. I, me and Kingston had an understanding. We got along very well because of it. It was fine. Remy is just—he takes a lot more time and effort, man. Had to like fucking interact with him a lot. Well, you and Kingston, this the, the the problem with you and Kingston relationship is you and Kingston both hated people. Yeah. The problem is he is not people. And so you loved him <laughs> more than he loved you. And that dynamic worked for him. It <laughs> and did. it worked for you. It did. It worked just right. We were perfect. But see, now I got Remy loved people and you hate people. And that's a problem. That don't work. It's so annoying. It's so goddamn annoying. We went, I took him to Railroad Park a couple of weekends ago. This nigga, like, everybody he passed by his whole ass week, like, his entire body shake because he just so happy to see people. And, of course, there's a bunch of white people outside. So they all coming over, like, he's so cute. He cheesing, eating it up, fucking eating it up. He was so happy. <laughs> I, meanwhile, I'm like, can we just fucking finish this walk? Because they come over here petting you. Then they want to talk to me. I don't want to talk to them. And they ain't going to just come over and ignore me, which I would be completely cool with. Pet the dog and don't say shit to me. I would be okay with that. However, people think that's rude. So they're going to talk to the owner of the dog. Which is why I hate that Remy's so fucking friendly. Because then that means that I have to interact with humans. And I would rather not. Friendly ass dog. And I thought I would get used to it. I'd have had him six years now. You would think that by now I just have like accepted it, but no. I still hate it. <laughs> Very much. Six years in and I'm still like, damn. Mm. And he gonna be like this till he died. Like I was hoping as he got older, maybe he would get grumpy, you know, because Kingston got grumpy when he got older, but Remy's just too happy. <laughs> And I know I sound like an asshole for being upset that I have a happy dog, but y'all don't understand how happy. Like, when On Point says that he would, like, let somebody choke him out if he thought it was a game, he's not fucking joking. <laughs> he's so fucking friendly that, like, if he thinks that you play it with him, you could do whatever you wanted to him. Because he's just so happy. <laughs> and I don't even think that's the problem. I think... I mean, I think that is a problem, but I think the biggest problem is the gap between how Kingston was to how Remy is. Yeah. That's the problem. You had a whole expectation of what a dog was, and it just wasn't that with Remy. No. They're like night and fucking day. Literally. Like, ugh, I miss that dog. I still miss Kingston. That was my ace. My road dog. We had an understanding, okay? We got each other. I don't get Remy. <laughs> like, why the fuck are you so happy all the time? Jesus. He's sweet as he can be, okay? And there are days when I appreciate his sweetness, but most of the time, I'm just annoyed by it. Mm. <laughs> most days, I'm just like, sit down. Shit. Just go sit down. Please. So, yeah. But anyway. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. There's a round of Reddit letters for you guys. Uh, you got anything else on your mind? I do not. All right. Well, until we come to the next conversation. We out. Holla. Holla.